Hello, and welcome to the 35th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. Uh, I am Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I am an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, uh, where I teach minority rhetorics and digital rhetorics and play a whole lot of games. I am joined this afternoon uh, with my two co-hosts this week, as in every podcast week, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, shoot, shoot. Um, okay, so I'm Nicole Marie, and I am a undergraduate student at Purdue University. Purdue University. That's <laughs> Purdue. Yes. In professional writing. <laughs> um, I spent my whole undergraduate career focusing on video games, so I guess it's only fitting that I am here. Alex. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. Uh, my name is Alex Lane. I am a. Oh my God! Am I gonna be a fourth year? Yes. Panic attack. <laughs> fourth year PhD student. Uh, oh. Just finished up my prospectus and I'm sending that out to my uh, crew here shortly. I study uh, games focusing on gender issues in the video game industry, which is very topical right now, considering the drama that uh, uh, computers and writing a conference in our discipline is facing at the moment uh, with uh, some sexual harassment issues. Uh, so that's what I do. Yay. 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 All right. So uh, <laughs> we'll start out this week as in every week uh, with our intros, what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Those are always the fun things. I'm not drinking anything. You're not drinking anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we're done with intros. So ladies, what you playing this week? <laughs> Alex? <laughs> well, Nicole, I will go first. <laughs> Can we say that we're recording in person this week? Oh, we are recording in person this week, and the three of us in a room is probably a really bad idea. The worst. Or oh, the best. Yeah. Or, or the, the best, best. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Cheers our non-existent drinks. Yay. Okay. Uh, I have been playing, and I'm really happy because the Gamefly app doesn't record the number of hours you put into a game, so I can say this without shame. I have been playing Tropical 4. And Tropical 4 Modern Times, which is the expansion, and I have been playing that since school got out a couple weeks ago. And I spend about six to eight hours a day or so every day since school got out. About, um, I stopped for a few days after I beat it, but then I found the Modern uh, Times expansion and kept playing that. And oh my gosh, I love that game. I just wrote a post about it. Um, but it's uh, it sort of combines all of my loves, which is... Games like SimCity and Civilization, you know, the resource management, um, kind of space management, building up cities, building up uh, resources. I really like uh, like gaining resources and exporting them and expanding on them. So um, I'm digging that game. I also played Skylanders with Sam, who cheated. I also played uh, Penumbra. Which, A.K.A. she lost. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Well, she like she has all these characters, and she's like, "I'll play this one," and it's like level fifty. Like here, you can pick whatever you want you want. I'm like, "I'll put this on level one," and she's just wiping me all over the board. I'm like, "What is going on?" I'm like, "Oh, you have a level six, and I'm a level one. What the heck?" Anyway, what the? So I also played Penumbra Overture, which I'll talk about in a little bit for my indie game of the week, and some KOA, of course, and as usual, Dungeon Defenders as well, which I'm seventy now, like seventy two. So we've been playing some of that. So that's what I've been doing. 
Nicole? <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I need a microphone. I, I know. <laughs> um, God, I feel like I suck as far as the what I played things go. So I played... You're more of an in-depth player than a broad player. Though, I guess right? that's true. Yeah, I play one game until it's like totally exhausted. Mm-hmm. So on that note, KOA, which I've been playing a crap ton of, I'm like 80 hours into the game and I've barely even touched the main quest line. Which is nice, because mm-hmm. <laughs> playing the absolute shit out of that game. Um, just got the Teeth of Naros DLC, and hopefully I'll have a post up about that this week. So I won't talk too much about it. But I've been really satisfied with it, like the Dead Kill DLC. And then I just bought... What did I buy? Pokemon Black for my 3DS. Hooray! And Spirit of Version 2 coming out next year. Next year. I think we're slated for a not re- not real street date at the moment, mm. but next next year, next year sometime. I love Pokemon. I like remembering how I love Pokemon. So <laughs> that's what, that's what I played. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Uh, well, what I've been playing, um, I gifted myself for my birthday because it was big release day. Uh, May fifteenth was Max Payne, Diablo three, and. Battleship. Battleship. <laughs> Battleship. And Game of Thrones. And, and Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. Game yes. Of Thrones. I forgot about both of those. It's not as cool as Battleship, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I gifted myself with a copy of Max Payne 3. Um, so I've been playing a whole lot of Max Payne 3. Um, it's nothing like a bunch of, a whole, playing a whole bunch of uh, stereotypical sexist, uh, racist, machismo throwing around. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> now that's what makes a good game. That's what makes a good game. Um, gangsters and pseudo gangsters um, in a in a in a really old, sorry, drugged out, <laughs> alcoholic ass Max Payne. Um, he looks really old. He does look really old. I don't know if you know this, but at GameStop, all of our promos for Max Payne were sponsored by the National Buckle Up. Like safety commission or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> so I was just like, they're advertising this down on his luck detective, aka he's drugged out and drunk all and the drunk, time. Yeah. And I was like, but buckle up while <laughs> you play this game. But buckle, buckle up. up. <laughs> Did you really gonna need to buckle up after you had a fit of jack and a bottle of painkillers? <laughs> that is how he was like. I guess it was bedtime, so I ate a whole bottle of prescription pills and then I hit the jack and threw up and in the sink. Threw up. <laughs> Also been playing uh, more KOA. I finished the Dead Kill DLC um, since the last time we recorded. It was actually it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I think that the ending might have been a little anticlimactic Weird. for me. It yeah. was, um, but I liked I liked the experience throughout. Um, I also okay. I tried it. I, you know, I was trying to prove to myself that I was not a heathen. And while I have hated every quote-unquote art game thus far, I went ahead and bought Dear Esther because it was on sale. It was on sale on Steam. So I only paid like $5 for it. And I swear, not only did it make me motion sick, 
<laughs> but it made me want to slit my wrist. I don't understand. It's so entertaining and fun and gimlet. I don't know how you could not like it. There's so much to do. It's not at all like staring at a painting. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah, I made these two play with me. <laughs> or play, not with me, as this is a one person game. Oh, um, yeah, and the. There's no jump button. <laughs> as, as Nicole found out, there's no jump button. There's no jump button. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was that was an experience for me. But that is what that game is supposed to be, is an experience mm-hmm. with a dying narrator. I wish you would hurry up and die. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so <laughs> Just die already. I'm a heathen, okay? I will not find myself in the position again of trying to prove... For $20 or $10 or even $5 that I am not a heathen by buying another art game. You're just happy being a heathen. I'm happy being a heathen. There's nothing wrong with that. Heathens get a bad rap. (laughs) For being heathens. Right. Yeah, for being heathen. Um, So, uh, and... On the on the Steam uh, on the Steam side, I've also played. Um, I played the one game that Alex told me last time I was not gonna like. Why? Because Alex told me I wasn't gonna like it, and I wanted to prove her wrong. So I played MacGuffin's Curse. And um, okay, it wasn't that I didn't like it. Okay, it was that she didn't like it. It was <laughs> that I didn't like it. No, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I found it too simple. Yeah. It, it was too. It was too easy. Yeah. Um, and I, for. You know, for what was it, five bucks or whatever? I want to be challenged. Okay, I'm 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 cheap. I'm a cheap gamer. If I give you my five dollars, I want to be challenged. No, if I spend my time playing a game, I want to be challenged. I don't want it to be too easy. Um, way too easy. Um, kind of a, a point and click adventure type game. Um, yeah, not not terribly impressed with it because it was way too easy. So um, eventually, if I uh, take the take bite the bullet again, I'm gonna uh, buy a, what is it, Lone Survivor? Yeah, which is the survival horror slash point and click adventure game mm-hmm. that's also available on Steam. Um, I'm gonna pick that up and try that out next, um, just to get the taste of MacGuffin's curse out of my mouth. <laughs> I told you that it, it's, I wasn't judging you. I was just saying I don't think it's gonna be your type of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judgment. That's like throwing down the gauntlet when you're talking to me. Um, you know what? I, you know what else? I don't think you would like to do. Give me money. I just don't think it's your thing. <laughs> I mean, you can prove me wrong. <laughs> you're probably right on that one. So, uh, we'll oh my see. God, mark it down. May twenty second. Oh That'll be the last time ever. <clears throat> All right. So, um, I also played. I guess I played a lot of stuff this week. Um, or this because it's been like three weeks yeah, since we recorded. Um, I going old school. Uh, I played Broken Sword Two, the uh, Smoking Mirror, um, which was really interesting. It's a point and click adventure game, but it's it's an old point and click adventure game, not just an old school point and click adventure game. Um, and it made me realize how far point and click adventure games had actually come. Um, even with them doing kind of you know doing old school, um point and click adventure games that are new now um they're a lot more one intuitive um two and well done Mm -hmm. um because i think more than just being intuitive there was some stuff that was just 
in there that was completely stupid. Um, and now I remember how frustrated you would get playing some of the old school yeah. point and click, click adventure games. Because most of the ones that I go back and play, the old ones now, I finished. So it's fun because I can play straight through because I remember that you had to knock six holes in the wall, stick your arm through the back of the wall, and wiggle it around in order to find the key that was hidden in the wall. <laughs> Whereas, oh, okay. you know, I like was banging my computer against the floor the first time I played the fucking game because I couldn't figure out where the key was. Um, Did you think it was in your computer? Yeah, I thought it was my computer in the back. <laughs> Those I had to break the damn thing open. Smart ass. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm with these people. Um, so, <clears throat> but uh, I, I played Broken Sword, uh, Broken Sword Two, and it was interesting. I, I have all, I have. All four of them. Um, I must have bought them. I think I bought the pack when it was on mm-hmm. one of the crazy Steam sales. Why? Because you put anything on sale on Steam. Yeah, I'm a Steam whore. I'm buying it. I am too. I am and, not. Uh, you feel considering <laughs> yourself laptop lucky. My laptop can handle it. Mm. I wish I was a Steam whore. Oh my god! Oh, wanna You're a wannabe. You're also mm-hmm. wannabe. Mm-hmm. See, that's one of the. That's what it, when you're first. It, your first investments when you get a real job. When yep. you start your real job, mm-hmm. how's that? Mm-hmm. Is to buy yourself a good gaming, gaming computer. computer. And then you can be a Steam whore like the rest of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I played was some Skylanders co-op where I beat Alex Lane mercilessly. Ah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. <Fine>. <laughs> Judgment. <laughs> All right, that's what I've been playing. So, ladies, this week, uh, what's up next? Uh, what you been reading? Nothing. <laughs> I've been celebrating school being out by reading nothing. I have been playing so much Tropico. I'm surprised I'm even here today. <laughs> and at least you think she's joking. That's she is not joking. Not joking. She, you cannot have a conversation with Alex Lane right now without her staring at... She carries two computers around... One PC and one Mac. One Mac that she can work on and the PC that is constantly running Tropico that she pauses in 30-second intervals to go over and do something on her Mac. I don't play it. I just turn it down to the low speed. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't pause it. She, she's, she's not lying. I've been, I, I, I actually didn't bring it today because I thought you would be mad if I tried to play it while we were recording the podcast, so I didn't bring it today. Um, what, what is that in SimCity, the turtle speed? Yeah, the turtle <laughs> speed. So I put it down, that's what I do. I, like, put, put, put it down to turtle speed, speed and then do, do work or whatever, and then I can look up every mm-hmm. 30 seconds or so. And be a Cuban dictator. Yeah, that's right. Is I that, am. Is that everyone's goal in life? I look to Fidel, and I, I want to be him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you need to play Tropico. <laughs> So, yeah, I haven't read anything except quest text in Tropico. Mm. So. I'm still up on my blogs, but they've been really heavily centered about, about um, Diablo lately. So. Yeah, everybody. I really don't care to read too much into that because I can't play it and suck. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, let's see. Whatever. You know what? I have been reading fun stuff. I have been reading the... Uh, second novel in the Hunger Games series. Mm. I've been reading Game of Thrones. Solid. Can you connect this to video games? A- Game of Thrones video game. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to play the Game of Thrones video game. I really did, but everybody was talking about how bad it sucks. Yeah. Does it suck? The only thing I thought that was cool about I mean, the trailer looked phenomenal. It did. The trailer looked great. 
but the gameplay is really weird, and I think people were expecting it to be, like, along the lines of the TV show or the books, which it has the same characters, but mm -hmm. they created a new storyline for the game. So I think people were really pissed off about that. Or that's what I've been reading into, is, like, people are like, oh, it's not what I expected. And it's like, yeah, you expected to play as, like, Kit Harrington as Jon mm -hmm. Snow, but that's not what it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. Oh, so in other words, I'll be able to get a copy real cheap in a minute as soon as I finish playing Max Payne 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I'm, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that. I wonder if they'll do a Hunger Games game. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I don't know if I would have played that. That would be a, some kind of weird abomination, I'm sure. Of children dying all around you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. usually don't like when kids die. No, I don't. Weird. But you're reading these books. <laughs> she's like weird. Well, she's in like games where kids die. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But books where kids die is totally okay. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I saw Hunger Games. I have to admit, I saw Hunger Games, the movie. Um, and Yep, you did see that once. <laughs> no, I, I already got busted. I saw it twice. Oh, you got uh, busted. I got busted, but that's another story. Because um, <laughs> I'm stupid on top of everything else. Um <laughs> So, and I have to admit that the scene where Rue died, I mean, when I was, especially when I saw the movie the first time, I was sitting in the theater, I was sitting by myself, <coughs> excuse me, because I had such a crappy day that I just left work before I killed somebody and went to the movies. She's talking about, when she says kill somebody, she means Alex Lane. <laughs> Alex I'm sure I was being sassy that day. Please continue. No, there were other people being assassinated that day. And, um... <laughs> So I went and I sat in the movie theater and I was there by myself and there were like two other people there because the movie had been out forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so and I didn't want to embarrass myself and like sob loudly. <laughs> in the theater with two in other the theater people? With two other people. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was like trying, I held it back so long that like everything just like constricted and my throat was like closing and I was in like extreme pain. Jesus. Uh, yeah. It was probably because I was really pissed off that day, too. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I don't like movies or games or anything where kids die. Because, um, you know, I see I see my own kid in every kid. Um, so, oh, well. And Rue is a lovable character. And she is a very lovable that, character. She's such scene, a sweet kid. I don't even have a heart scene. or a soul. And yeah. I just don't mean Well, that. and also, and now harkens back to her little sister, who does look a lot like P, with the long blonde hair right. and the yeah. blue eyes. And, you yeah. know, it's like... You know, it's like, oh. You know, the scene where they're sleeping in the tree together. I was yeah. like, oh, Rue, you're going to die in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you started yeah. crying early. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, so that's what I've been reading. Um, and then the fun part, ladies, what you drinking? Sneaky, 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 <laughs> sneaky, 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 sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Yes, we are drinking sneaky sneakies. Unfortunately, yeah, they're a little bit on the warm side at this point. Five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> With warm sneaky sneakies. With warm sneaky sneakies. We're, on, we're in Alex Lane's Tropico. That's right. <laughs> That's sneaky right. Here, look. I have a picture. Oh, <laughs> we're right there. Right? <laughs> See That's us. exactly where we are. She is really sad. She has Tropico wallpaper on her computer, y'all. Um, <laughs> sad as an awesome. Or happy. Okay. Sad as an awesome. Cruise liner right it's That's a luxury me. liner. That's me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're we're drinking. We're on a sandy beach in the tropics, or on the uh, luxury liner, sneak, drinking sneaky sneakies and recording this podcast. Yay! 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 
There's nothing like pizza and sneaky sneakies. That is the meal of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. That's right. Pizza and sneaky sneakies. Pizza and sneaky sneakies. For sneaky. sure. <laughs> because it's a solid meal. Yes. I won't eat again for the rest of the week. <laughs> Lots of carbohydrates. So <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Lots of carbohydrates. Uh. All right. All right. That was easy because we're all drinking the same thing. I know. We're moving a little too fast for a week where we don't have an issue. That's okay. We'll fake it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so shh. Don't Everyone tell Everyone be quiet. <laughs> Everyone be very quiet. Uh, news. Alex Lane, our resident newscaster. Am I the newscaster and the indie person and the Steam deal? Uh, well, I usually do. I usually do oh, the broke ass gamers, but uh, I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> we have to give you your own. She, you can be news I, from now on. You'd be better right, news right. than me anyway. I can do news. I only I do read the blogs. Yeah, that's right. I keep up on those. I only do. I guys. only put two things up here. Um, one is that Dragon Age Legends is going to be shut down. I'm so disappointed about this. Really? Yeah. I, I tried to like Dragon Age Legends. I really did. You tried? Okay. I did. I tried to like Dragon Age Legends. I pl- Did you play? I, I got into it as much as I could at the time. Uh-huh. So, like, I was limited by my 22 credit hour, like, two semesters of schooling. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. I liked it. I tried to like it. Yeah. I tried to, it was just so fucking buggy and it moved so slow. Yeah, but I guess I I kind of, like, expected that because my, like, my laptop is always slow. It had nothing to do with your laptop. Okay. Yeah, it had nothing to do with your laptop because it just, it just way it ran. And it drove me nuts because I really wanted to like it and I really wanted to play, but I couldn't. Right. It was just like, I mean, I played probably for a week or two. I mean, like, every day. But... It was like, you know what, this is just too fucking painful. And unless you're super passionate about it, and they, like, announce that they're coming out with some sort of patch to fix these things, then you're, you're not like, going to keep going. Yeah, you're not going to keep I mean, going. if they announce, oh, we're going to patch it and fix it, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to keep go ahead and keep leveling up so right, that I don't so fall I behind. Really, yeah. yeah, no. Not yeah. Not happy with that one. I wonder if this is going to be something that happens the more and more games go free-to-play. Where they have them like buggy and you have to keep buying into them and then wait for them to get fixed, right? right because they don't have right. the money or whatever the to do it all on the front behind end. It anymore. Right. Mm, good question. Yeah, I wonder. Because they are going free to play, most yeah, games, right? Most of them are. Yeah. yeah. On some level. Well, because they're preparing us for apocalypse when the new consoles come out and they won't be free to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us make you love us until you want to kill us. Mm-hmm. Which is in the next year or so. Don't say that. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Did E3 happen already? No. That's next month. Next month? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because next month starts next week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, next month starts next week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's next month. So we'll see. We have yeah. next month to find and out. There'll be some interesting announcements, I think, coming out of be. E3. That'll be an interesting podcast. Perfect for the new news person. Oh, we- Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting all flustered right now. (laughs) (laughs) Too much going on at once. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, It's the sneaky sneakies. That's what it is. (laughs) That's right. You're not flustered. That's a sneaky sneaky sneaking up on you. Sneaking up on me. (laughs) Shit. Um, The other news thing that I found was interesting is that a woman's suing Capcom for workplace harassment. Have you guys seen any of this? I... 
Barely, like just barely. Mm-hmm. There's something on Kotaku about it, mm-hmm. I believe, just because Capcom is creating this wonderful name for themselves as supporting women. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Capcom is just the leading, you know, leading. In, leading the industry. Yes, mm-hmm. is making women feel comfortable in their workplace. Um, What's interesting about this one is that the news media seems to be blaming this. Okay, so what happened is this woman started working there, and then she got all the shit, and then she like got really depressed and had to, and like had to get psychiatric treatment and then right. came back and they're like well you're not really back so you're fired yep right so but they're but the news media is putting the blame on another female employee like they're being very oh, i didn't see this yeah they're like in in the reports that i've seen they're being very specific that it was a female employee like, that, like employee. yeah it was a, like her boss was a female and she was the one who had been harassing. making her harassing her and going through all this stuff like and they've been really really careful to say that it was another woman not a guy Hmm. which i don't know what the deal is with that if that's true because my hunch is that it was probably like a whole workplace thing not just a one person right right Right. so i don't know what the deal is with why everyone's being so even if it was another female employee does that change the fact that she was being harassed in her workplace no it doesn't change the fact but that's but that also i mean because that implies that a woman can't sexually harass a woman right which is not the case no definitely Mm -hmm. not which is not the case at all right i mean so there's i mean there's all kinds of harassment you have to think about i mean you have to think about it on a number of different levels as well i mean if she's being harassed because she's a woman she can be harassed because she's a woman by another woman quite easily but also she's working in an environment that is conducive to harassment because of sexist or because of sexist Um, workplace policy. Yeah, this is what yeah. I'm curious about because they're they're trying to make it seem like at least in the articles I saw that it's like this one rogue woman being a jerk. But the truth is that there's this whole industry behind it, right? Like there's this it's whole like a culture. Because culture. It is because yeah. that woman is the only sexist individual in Capcom. Um, yeah, clearly, yeah. right? The only just one. the one. I just don't understand how anybody could be sexist in such like a, a thoughtful and sensitive company. Right, right. Know? Because they don't have a history of sexism exactly. at all. Not no. at all. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how this plays out if people start being like, listen, shut up. Like, this is an industry problem, a that's, Capcom problem, you know not what? a one And that's problem. why I really liked when you posted that video that they did. Oh, my God. Now I can't remember the site because names are escaping me all day today. That's the curse of the sneaky sneaky. I, uh, um, oh, the competitive gaming one with the, yes, that was the, the, the crew that was sponsored by Capcom? People. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... It's obviously an issue. It's something that they're obviously trying to avoid addressing by blaming it on a woman. Yep. Yep. So, in this way, I feel like even even if you're not us and hyper aware of these things, you can see that this is something they're... they're It's the elephant in the middle of the fucking room. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, I don't know. Capcom could try to sweep that shit under the rug if they want to. It still fucking stinks. Yeah, I'm just. This is why I'm so happy that this is happening. And this woman decided to like speak out and actually. Yeah, see definitely. That. Because like the these kind of issues need to be sort of towards the forefront Broad, of these companies. Yeah, especially like companies like Capcom. Like you have done nothing but lose money. You know, in the past however many years now, and you keep getting your company keeps getting smaller, and people mm-hmm. aren't respecting you, and you're making shittier and shittier games. Like maybe you should think about the culture of the. The workplace. The workplace that's making these Because it's not conducive games. to these games that are coming right. out Right. And then you look at companies that are making a ton of money, like Zynga, right? And the ones that are, like, playing to casual gamers mm-hmm. and a different type of gamer. Or even, like, we look at Dice Games, who have, like, done all these initiatives to try and include more women or do better um, representations of women, yeah. right? 
even in the bigger development studios, like Epic Games, mm-hmm. included yeah. very forefront female characters in the last Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Anya was present for all the entire series, she was never someone you could play or someone you could interact with. And she's the most popular multiplayer character to play because she's petite and she runs faster. Granted, mm-hmm. there's some issues involved with that as well. But even with their their hiring practices... If you go to Epic Games' website and they have a picture of their their team right on the page, it's half women, half men mm-hmm. across the board. So. You know, and you know what? And, and I have to bring this up because this is something that's come out over the last couple of weeks as they've started to disclose more information about upcoming games. Right? Because I've talked about this a million times because I'm really super duper excited for it and been waiting for it. Is The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, it's going to be the PS3 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one, it's not a, according to them, not a zombie apocalypse game. Um, two, they've also changed the um, female character in the game. Really? Why? Because you do not play as the female character. You play as the male character. The older man. Uh-huh. Huh. And the girl appeared to be, when we first saw the screens of it, That's the shots of it, like 16, 17 years yeah, she was old. really yeah. Right. But she was, you know, she was a teenager and it was like, okay, she's going to be a badass, like Buffy type character. Yeah, she had clothes on. Yeah. She had clothes yeah. on. Normal clothes. Yeah. Um, like now, her outfit right now is what she was wearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Now she is actually uh, probably closer to 10 or 12. Hmm. They have made her younger and she's a non-playable character. She's an NPC. She is to be kind of protected by the older man. The older man. Interesting. Um, which does a number of things. One, I think it's really shitty that she's not a playable character. Yeah. We yeah. need more, um, you know, solid female protagonists in video games. Well, and don't advertise her the way that they did. Don't you advertise can't play her because, yeah, exactly right. because it looked like you could she was play the main her. Character. It looked like yeah. she was the main character because she ran into rooms when he was being attacked. Yeah. Right. And right. not the other not way the around. Other. Um, which really pisses me off. Um, but that that aside is like, okay, so I'm I'm torn on this one. One, I'm glad that they made her younger and needing to be protected rather than being someone who could actually protect themselves and being But they couldn't because they were too weak or but they couldn't yeah, because yeah, they yeah. were too weak. Right. So I mean that is a, a positive in some ways, but I think it's still really shitty that she's an in she's an NPC. Yeah. I mean, she shouldn't be. Right? Are they trying to pull some sort of maternal instinct out of us? Well, he's kind of like, um, oh, what, what was the uh, the crazy, um, stupid uh, uh, action movie where the guy had to um, deliver the, the girl who was kind of like a package? Do you remember? Never mind. Like The Fifth Element? No. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like The Fifth Element. Uh, I was but it was more recent that. than that. That movie with Natalie Portman when she was really young. Yep, that's the one I'm talking about. Um, Is that she she (laughs) has to be delivered outside of the quarantine area? Yeah. So he has to deliver her to um, to someone outside of their safe space. Now the thing is, is once he leaves the safe space, he can't come back in. Once he leaves the quarantine area, he can't come back in. But he is still delivering her outside of the quarantine area, so he has to protect her until she gets there, which is really shitty. Um, and I'm pissed off about it, um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens as the game comes about. I'll probably, mm-hmm. hopefully, maybe, probably not. I'll get excited for it again. Yeah. As uh, maybe time you can game on. play it, and they'll send it to you on the day it's released. Yes, yes. probably, <laughs> because they like to send me release date oh, things. I want to sign up for it and see what happens to me. 
<laughs> because once again, Don't just because <laughs> Alex Lane and I both live in the same area, um, uh, but and both have GameFly. I sign up for things and I get all my games like release day, and this in the same week. They will send her something that's like 10 years old for like the original PlayStation. <laughs> and don't be saying, why are you making your cue wrong? I'm not. My cue is fine. <laughs> You're making your cue wrong. And we get shipped out of the same spot, but mine takes four weeks to get something there and back. It takes four weeks. That is insane. And they keep it at their fact. They keep it like in the house forever. That's what they're saying. They're like, here, you can file a complaint against your mail carrier. I'm like, no, my mail carrier got it to you. Yeah, they're delivering it just fine. It's you it's not releasing it from your thing. And they're like, well, try to put older stuff on your queue. I'm like, why? You sent me old crap anyway. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, what I'm waiting on oh, this whole time. I can't wait to cancel that service. Sorry. Tangent. Tan- tangent. <laughs> She's a little bitter. <laughs> Excuse me. I am not a little bitter. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't help bitter. it gets rubbed in her face all the time. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> By a certain Samantha Blackman. By a certain me. Uh, By a certain me. Oh, that's funny. All right. I'm going to put everybody on the spot um, because with it being the end of the semester and things being so absolutely crazy around here, um, we did not have a, a set topic of the week, uh, but we wanted to record and we wanted to get together and eat and drink and have some fun. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to put everybody on the spot and suggest that what we do at this point is like a, um, two minute soapbox kind of issue or two minute spotlight was what we'll call it. Not soapbox because it might not be a soapbox issue. Um, think about, um, and talk about for a couple of minutes, um, an open discussion because you know, it's not like we can ever just have a monologue. <laughs> just stop talking. Yeah. Never I'm personally here. offended when people don't interrupt me constantly. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, Something that has really struck you in games or gaming in the last couple of weeks. Okay. Anybody want to go first or do I go first? I'll go first. Ready? Oh, shoot. Here it goes. Like, oh, they're the outside of your, apparently they're the outside of your leg. And I was like, I didn't even know I was supposed to be self-conscious about that. The outside <laughs> of your leg? Like, yeah, like hip dropping off area? No, like, like, like right here. They're saddlebags. They're like, I guess. That's what she said. And I was like, huh. I didn't even know I was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a thing. Self-conscious about yeah. that. So now you're going for traditional beauty standards. Get over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I just had never knew, I'd never I known that was a thing. Bags and I you said I never knew I was supposed to be self-conscious about it. Like, now you are. No, I'm going to carry could care less so much shit in my saddlebags. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Here, you guys want some Trident? <laughs> In my saddlebag. In my saddlebag. Um, <laughs> issues. That was not my soapbox, but saddlebags. What the fuck? What um, the fuck? Small ears. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> um, here is my soapbox. Although it's not really a soapbox. It's just like a little inkling of something I've noticed lately. And it's uh-huh. that there seems to be a reaction when you're talking about sexism in games from some gamers who wouldn't ever strike me as sexist at all. A reaction of like, well, I don't see the problem with that. Like specifically, I'm thinking about like Shadows of the Damned. Like, okay, Okay. so Garcia fucking Hotspur has this gun called Johnson and there's like all of these like references to the penis. There seems to be this reaction from some gamers who are like, okay, like how is this a problem? 
that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, how was this? A, how was this a problem that that his gun's called Johnson and the this guy's called One Eyed Willie and he has to hump things to open it and everything's like hypersexualized and a reference to penis. What? What? The, who cares? So that, that is the question. It's not really a soapbox. It's just something I've noticed lately that's been happening. Because it happened with that game, and then I don't remember. I want to say Lane uh, Chainsaw Lollipop, but I don't think that's it either. But, like, oh, with um, with the Dungeon Defenders Huntress. So, like, you oh, can yeah. see, like, her butt crack and stuff. And then this. she, like, yeah. shakes her butt yeah. crack. Yeah. And so, and then, like, be like, wow, that's really problematic. And people be like. And she's one of the most underpowered characters mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. At least starting out. Yeah, starting out. Um, I mean, and that, that's another thing. When we played that game, it was like, you, you go through and everybody does their, you know, here, here's my, here, here's what my, my talent is, my strong, my strong pose. She turns around with her little loin crop skirt and her butt crack showing and shakes her butt at the camera. Right. Yeah. And so when we see that and we're like, oh man, that's problematic, then people will be like, I don't understand how that's, so what, her butt crack showing? Why is that a problem? And so like... That is that. I want to open that up to you guys. What do you think is happening with that? Because I know you've seen it happening too. Because <laughs> we've been in the same places. But is that an issue that they're bringing up? Like, oh, we're oversensitive and blah blah yes. blah. That's what they're saying. I, that's basically. what it seems to me. I mean, but it's a, it's the same thing with. I mean, we see it over and over again, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And it and it also depends on a number of different things, right? It depends on not just whether or not the protagonist is male, but whether the protagonist, and, and now as we're starting to get more quote-unquote diversity in games, <laughs> whether or not they come from a different racial background, mm-hmm. right? So we get Garcia fucking Hotspur, who is, um, like I said, it's like it's much like um, Max Payne 3 is this sexist, homophobic, um, machismo thing going on, right? Because he's got Garcia fucking Hotspur, right? So he has this um, this stereotypical Hispanic male persona going on mm-hmm. um, that only accelerates or kicks to a whole nother level the sexism in the game, right? right? And, and that's supposed to be an explanation for it, which in and of itself is a racist thing to do, right? Right. right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all those all those Mexican men, they're like that. That's what they We were is. trying to make them sexist. We were just trying to make them Mexican. We were just trying to make them Mexican. He's not sexist. He's just Mexican. Right. Um, right. You know, and that's a problem that people don't see as well, right? They don't mm-hmm. see that, you know, you don't you don't see that. You do see it with, you know, because there's Duke Nukem, right? Uh-huh. But it does not, it is not automatically a part of a white male persona when you start talking about protagonists. Mm -hmm. But it is automatically a part of a Hispanic male persona when you start thinking about Hispanic characters in video games, right? When you talk about Garcia fucking Hotspur, Mm -hmm. when you talk about Hispanic characters that we see in the um, blah, 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 Grand Theft Auto series, when we we talk about the... um, Hispanic character in the game. Oh, you remember he was the one that had like a, a brother who was um, an undercover cop got killed in Mexico. So he went in his place and there was like the spicy burrito move and he carried around the guitar case with the big roses on it. And that's what he carried his yeah, weapons in. I don't remember I don't his remember. name. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, so that becomes a part of the character and that is kind of the, a part of the, the Hispanic male persona. 
mm-hmm. right? And that's and once again, it's like he's not sexist; he's just Mexican. Yeah. That in and of itself is racist. And when you start to ignore the fact that you have these kind of sexist things that are going on across the board, one, two, specifically with characters of a, of specific um, racial ethnic backgrounds then you can't see that the games are on top of being sexist also racist, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that some of the folks that are denying that this is an issue with sexism, if they recognize that this shit was racist too, would be pissed off. Mm -hmm. Would be very (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny though, because then it brings up the whole point that people who think that stereotypes come from a basis and that means they're not harmful anymore. Right. Right. It's like a huge issue. In Stereotypes come from somewhere, right? So yeah, it's gotta exactly. be true. So it's got to be true somewhere. Uh-huh. So we can just talk about them for everyone uh-huh. right. that we apply them to. But that seems to be an accepted. I don't. Wanna, I don't know why I want to say nuance, but it seems to be an accepted, like prevalent thing within video games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The whole racism statement. I just think it's interesting too, because like people who would normally, I think, be allies, especially when you're talking about like, sexism in video games and racism in video games, like, just aren't seeing it with some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I think, I don't know if it's a reaction because, like, you're talking about games that they like or what's happening, but... Or just, like, a... Like, like I'm not going to... I'm not going to engage with the idea that this could be sexist. Right. Right. No. Right. You know, or sometimes I wonder if it is... Too much of a desire to see either one what you want to see in a game, or two um, see oneself in games, right? Like me with my yeah. wanting a good female protagonist in a survival horror game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have bought and dealt with how many bad survival horror games just because I want a good one, mm-hmm. and I know they're going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Right. But I spend my money on them anyway, <laughs> just because I want it to work, right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I wonder too if there's like a reaction. Go ahead. Um, I wonder too if there's a reaction about like people being frustrated that they don't have interesting stuff to talk about in video games. So like, there's always something. There's well, not always, but often there's something yeah. that's sexist in a game right, right, that right. we can talk about, right? And so I think that's so sort of a reaction. Pulling for. Strings almost to bring these things up, right? So, right. but uh. so it's like, so it's like, well, you know, this is a this is a fine game, or AKA I can't think of anything, um, anything to talk about with this game. So therefore, I'm gonna try and undermine what you're saying. About right, it. right. I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that are prevalent in video games that can be looked over, and maybe that could be part of my. Soapbox or whatever. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Transition. Um, I was pretty pissed off that GameStop was advertising Max Payne as a down-on-his-luck detective, mm-hmm. a.k.a. which meant he had a drug and drinking problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. aside from racism and sexism that are things that are prevalent in games, and obviously people would argue violence as well, and it's turning our children violent, whatever. But... To an extent, I mean, advertising him in that way puts down the fact that he has a, a problem and an issue, and therefore people with these problems and issues are just down on their luck for a little bit of time, and they'll get out of it. 
Mm. When the reality is, is people who have, like, drug problems can't find a way to get themselves out of it and or whatever. But, you know you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's something that people, they, they, they find that, oh, it adds character and or culture to this character. Therefore, we're going to look it over for the rest of the series. It is interesting, like, how they make some of these characters that you're supposed to, well, that you have to put yourself into a play for hours right, and hours and right. hours into this sort of detestable... And almost detached. Detached. Person. That's a good way. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they're totally detached from themselves, reality, whatever, but you're supposed to put yourselves in this person. Yeah, because, I, I'm like I said, I'm playing Max Payne 3 now, and I do not feel any kind of connection to Max Payne as a character. Mm-hmm. Not in the way that I have, have in the past felt a connection to other characters um and not just female characters yeah um yeah i know that i do tend to feel like i felt the connection to uh josefina shepherd um who was my <laughs> who was my femme chef but you also played her throughout three games right so, so i was you, playing like, developed a connection to her you know throughout even though she was a different femme chef than i played in the second because right, i did not right. import my my second femme chef right um, I'm thinking too of the heavy rain guy, the dad from Heavy Rain. You yeah. identified oh, with him a lot, right? But I he, did. He as a parent, as a someone yeah. who is like maternally looking out for their children, or even I Jason. Mean, <laughs> <don't start that. laughs> Jason. Sorry. Uh, press, 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 press to Jason. Jason. Um, or even um, the female, the female protagonist in that in Heavy Rain. Yeah, I the, felt. Oh, what was her she, name? Is she an artist? She was a porter. I can't I remember, remember what she was, she was forever yeah. ago. It's like, yeah, the one who couldn't see. She was an insomniac. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. She was. Has, that's um, how we connected to her. Yeah, that's why. That's probably why I did connect. But I felt a connection to her in ways that you know that I that I don't, and I didn't play her for nearly as long as I have probably already played Max Payne and will right. until the end play Max right. Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no, you know, there there will be no, oh, wow, that's so sad moments for me in Max Payne 3. Because isn't the whole point of the game that you're saving that guy's sassy, younger girlfriend or wife, whatever? Yes. Wife, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's just kind of like hookery and she... And at one point, I was playing the game and Alex and I were sitting in the room together and I was like, Alex, she was like, yeah. I was like, I just wish they would fucking die already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are easily characters that you really wish would just fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Even in the, I mean, the the trailers and the like promos that we had playing at GameStop all the time for the game, which was nonstop because this was a huge release for them. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. I mean, she, I, I wanted her to die in the promos. <laughs> 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 Knew nothing about her character. I just wanted her to die. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then, you know, so far, it hasn't been an option that when I failed a mission, she's died. And that, you know, <laughs> Damn it. that might give me a good end to the game. <laughs> like, oh, I failed I that mission, failed she's dead. Mission. Slam the controller. <laughs> Done! Done. <laughs> Fucking ship it. Done. Ship it. <laughs> oh, look, Gamefly already sent me my next game that doesn't come out for two days. Sweet. And you start that. Do I sound bitter? I'm sorry. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> just sorry. a little bit. Just Not a bitter. little bit. Not bitter. Well, um, I mean to sound bitter. So. <laughs> so yeah, that I mean, 
there's something definitely to be said for that. I mean, because, you know, she is the epitome of the sexist, racist um, minds vision of what a Hispanic woman should be. Mm-hmm. Especially a younger Hispanic woman. Yeah. Right? And it's like, really? Why would you want this to continue? Why would you want this thing to live? This <laughs> physical manifestation yeah. of sexism and racism. Yeah. It's like, just kill her already. Kill her. Put us all out of our fucking misery. <laughs> <laughs> just- and yet... I continue to go through the game just to try to save her. <laughs> well, this is this is something that we've been struggling with, I think, since the very first day we started talking about doing this podcast, like a year and a half ago. It's that, like, we're part of this community that sort of often hates us, often sort of spits in our faces and does everything that we stand against, and we're so completely dedicated to it, totally right? So we have to try and change it into yeah. something that mm-hmm. we don't worry about identifying yeah. with as much because yeah. it's a it's when you think about that kind of stuff it's awful and you do yeah. yeah but how do you as like a not necessarily a single or lone woman but a minority viewpoint go into a studio and change it because honestly that's something mm-hmm. that I've thought about a lot like how do I go into that and change it have you thought of any ideas for what you're going to do not necessarily I mean a lot but nothing <laughs> that I don't think could ever be implemented yeah and especially, I mean, going in as a new person, I think the thing that probably is the best thing to do is to just make solid points. Right. Do you understand what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Don't go in and, and do the me, which would be, man, this shit's fucked up. Let's just not do this. I mean, <laughs> just scrap the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, you can't go in and do that. Right. I mean, but you can go in and say, have we thought about what happens if we do this? Right. Have right. We, uh, you know, what happens if we what do it this way instead? Exactly you know, isn't this as successful and perhaps a bit more nuanced? Won't this make a better game if we do it this way? Right. Right. Um, and I think that that's probably kind of um, an easier an easier road to hoe, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you keep your job and your sanity. And, right. and keep your job and your sanity, but still make some kind of change, right? Just to ask the questions. But just like Sherry says, Sherry Grader Ray says, you know, she kind of does that thing. It's just ask the questions, but they're still like, oh shit, here comes Sherry, right? Because saying these things <laughs> to us, <laughs> you know, asking us these questions, making us think about this stuff. But maybe, right, in a utopian society is that we're, you know, 20, 30 years past the point now where Sherry started her career exactly. is that people are more amenable to hearing this kind right. of thing now and even more able to hear it now. Yeah, and I don't think you would get the same reaction that she got, which is, oh, because she says, you know, what about the female players? And they, you know, start changing. They don't tell her where their meetings are held anymore because they're sick of hearing it. But people, I don't think that... Despite all of the horrible problems that still exist, I, right. don't, I don't think you that that's perspective can get. Yeah, anymore. I don't think that perspective can get ignored. I think that's the biggest thing is that I'm thinking that more and more they're trying to hire innovative females that can help bring these issues to light for them. Because yeah. I think it's become such a prevalent issue that they really do need to realize that they need to deal with it. Well, and if they don't realize it, I'm going to make the thing that they want to do is make money. Right. 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 And so if 70% of the people, like 70% of every dollar in the video game industry is spent by a woman, whether it's for her kid or whatever, however you want to spend that, the women are the ones buying the games, 50% of the players are women, the biggest growing industries are the ones where there's women, um, more female players than than males, right? Mm -hmm. Female protagonists are more common, like, there's, it's to their own detriment to not listen to to it, right? right. And I, I got in this fight with the 
I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Sal at one time about like how change happens. And we were talking about, well, you know, you don't, he's saying, well, you don't create change by walking into a room and screaming. You create change by slowly changing, like, the subtle ways that people think about things. But mm-hmm. I think it sort of happens both ways, right? Like, you needed the Sherry Green Array to be, like, the vocal, stop. like, <laughs> we are forgetting all the female players. Or, no, it's not appropriate to have porn at all the desks so that you can make accurate female bodies. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Like, right. no, that's not okay. So you need someone doing that. But then you also need someone doing the kind of work like, like we're subtle doing. Right, like, yeah. Mind fuck. Right, right. Where we make make gender, we're trying to make gender part of the converse, the normal conversation. Right, right, right. More aware of. Which, and then there's people who aren't excited for games like Chainsaw Chainsaw Lollipop, which is something that is very much so portraying her in a not-so-healthy manner. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, she's the protagonist, she's the hero, she's power woman, but she's carrying her boyfriend's head with her the entire time. She's a voluptuous female blonde. Half naked. Right. right. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's almost like they're, oh, yeah, we'll put a female protagonist in there, but we're gonna... It makes me think of Laura Croft and how but her she had, boobs were 150%, right. and that's what we want it to be. And in 1997, Yay. super important to have a female character... Maybe not as important that she was overly sexualized, but now we expect a lot more. And there's even people, like uh, someone that I know, she's involved with Crystal Crystal Dynamics now, and Laura Croft was a hero for her when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily for the, like, you know, obviously now we look back and we're like, oh my god, like what a highly sexualized character that we didn't realize when we were younger, but she was the only female in games. And so it was super exciting to see yourself on the screen the first time. Right. Yeah. And seeing, like, this is me, I'm a girl, power to me, and right. I'm kicking butt and right. taking names. So, and, and, now she, and now she's on the project where they've taken Lara Croft and made her that younger, but way less sexualized character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is way, a good thing. Right, I mean, right, right. Because I remember Laura, obviously I'm older than everybody else again. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, at least when Sarah was around, I was almost, I wasn't the, I wasn't like significantly older than everybody in the room. I know, I like us. I'm not the youngest one anymore. <laughs> Suck it, world. Yay. <laughs> Suck it, world. I'll take that. Yes. Oh, Power. <laughs> but I remember when, um, when Tomb Raider came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, holy shit, a female protagonist that you can actually play. A female protagonist that, you know, is not running around screaming and, you know, doing crazy shit, but someone that could actually kick ass and take names. Yeah, you know, of course, even though she was really pixelated back in the day, it was still kind of disturbing, one, because I was older. You know, I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Right. Already, yeah. That, you know, it was like, really? I mean, and I had, and I, by this point, I had already been an elementary school teacher. Right. Right, so I thought about these uh, kinds of portrayals as well, you know, in terms of what children would see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Her ass is hanging out. Um, you know, and, yeah. and really whose boobs are that big, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, so those kinds of things, you know, didn't escape me at that point. And I think I was 12 when it came out and it definitely escaped me. I was just like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on short shorts. I'm going to have gun holsters on my legs. <laughs> there you go. And uh, a three inch waist and a 46 inch Well, I've always bust. had a three inch waist. <laughs> and a, a 46-inch bust. And apparently enormous ears and saddlebags. So. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
What's your soapbox? I've been debating because my soapbox is uh, is also uh, I'm gonna deviate a little bit um, from what I was. No, 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 no. From what what my soapbox was gonna be, simply because my soapbox issue is also my next quote, my next post. the one that's currently in the works and probably why I was thinking about it because I've been working on it. And, and it is, is the problematic nature of, once again, it's the representation of women and the roles that women serve um, in video games. Now, specifically, I was thinking about, the post is about um, Diana Allers in Mass Effect 3. Oh, okay. Um, uh-huh. uh, but I'm not going to talk too much about that, and I'm going to recenter it and recontextualize it and talk about, um, oh, God, now I can't even remember her name. It's not, what the hell's her name? The Real Girl? The Real Girl? The Real Girl? No, 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 not Jessica Chobot. Oh, okay. No. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Jessica Chobot. <laughs> um, no, but... Uh, the uh, the wife of the the character that Mac, the Max Payne is protecting in Max Payne Three, oh, right? The purpose yeah. that these women mean? serve, right? Women serve very specific purposes in these games, um, and in her case, she serves as the representation of. I mean, it, it's it's much like a horror film, right? It's like it's every in a horror film, you know, if you're if you're fucking in the woods, oops, <laughs> if you're um. First of all, it's the 17th sex. time we said fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's an explicit episode. So go for it. Fuck in the woods. Now you can say it. Fuck in the woods. If you're having sex in, in the woods or in your parents' bed or in someone else's parents' bed because you're having a house party when you weren't supposed to be having a house party or you're drinking, or you're smoking pot, or you're doing anything you're not supposed to be doing, Freddy Krueger's coming to fucking kill you. That's yeah, just gonna, gonna happen. Yeah. That's how the game starts. Uh, how the game starts. That's how the movie starts. <laughs> and if you're black, you're not gonna make it to the end. But that's another <laughs> That's another story okay. altogether. Um, so, but these women serve very particular, um, very particular purposes. And that is her purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Is to be the representation of all that is wrong in the world. Right. She is the young, pretty, airheaded, coked out, drunk all the time, mm-hmm. uh, married the old mobster for his money, but it's still got her eye clearly on the younger brother, right. um, who is the um, who is the Hispanic uh, but Euro trash, <laughs> um, coked out, drunk all the time, party, good time party boy brother. Um, and they're the ones, and then this, there's a sister who is supposed to be a bit more down to earth, but she's still hanging out with them. So, you know, yeah. but the, you know, when, when they all get snatched, she's the first one that gets away though. Right. Because the sister does, oh, I'm sorry, spoilers. Um, the sister, <laughs> do, the sister does it and you have to spend all your time trying to save the sister at this point. Um, so that's, that's not really spoilers. That's the first couple of hours of the game. You'll yeah, be okay. Yeah. Um, you'll be okay. Um, this is not the main point of the game. Uh, so I mean, so they serve very specific purposes, right? Here's all that is wrong in the world, and you deserve to die, or at least yeah. be kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the end, I'm pretty sure in the end, she's gonna quote unquote redeem herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's gotta happen, right? Yeah, she can't, she's she can't come back and continue in her lascivious ways and and, and not die, mm-hmm. right? Because she's she's what's gonna give Max Payne the opportunity to redeem himself. This right, is right, a story right. we've seen five million freaking times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if he can get off the pills and booze, he'll do a good job saving her. And then he'll either die in the end or 
um, he'll, you know, clean his act up and blah, blah, blah. We'll see what happens. I'll be dies in the end because I'm really sick of him at this point. Um, I'm sick of everybody in this fucking game. I, I like the so. game. I like the game. I like the gameplay. I can, you know, I can run and gun, which makes me very, very happy because, you know, I'm a run and gun kind of girl. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I want everybody to die in the end. I'm looking forward to everybody dying in the end. Uh, that being said, <laughs> <laughs> I love life. I just want everyone to die. die. <laughs> I mean, we get we get the same kind of thing with um, characters in in Mass Effect Three that don't serve any purpose um, yeah. in the progression of the narrative. They serve right. very particular hedonistic purposes. That's right. Let's That's just right. let's just put it that way. Um, and I don't want to scoop myself with the. Jessica Chobot, because that's a real soapbox issue for yeah. me. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that that's kind of really one of the things that's been pissing me off lately. And usually, it is either the female characters or the feminized characters that find themselves in this way, right? Because, like I said, little brother who is, you know, Spanish Euro trash or Hispanic Euro trash, that's kind of kind of iffy on where they're actually from if because it's like if they Mexico or they're, they're yeah. well they're supposed to be in Brazil. Oh. But they're not they don't seem to be Brazilian. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they are Brazilian. Because they're they're different hues of Brazilian folks and you get that you get this is another interesting thing in Max Payne three. You get the hues of Brazilian folks because Brazilian folks can run very fair skin mm-hmm. and very dark skin. Yeah. All the dark skin dreadlock Brazilian folks are the folks that are snatching people and killing uh, folks. Sure. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It kind of reminds me, I forget, I always forget the word, but it's a really impressive word that I'm always proud that I know and then I always forget when I try to think When of you it. try to bring it up right. <laughs> to um, impress people with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, it's, like the, it's like the idea where they have vinyl um, dashboards in cars now, but they still, like, do impressions of stitching. Right, because mm-hmm. it, when you had leather dashboards, then you had to have stitching had in it. Mm-hmm. So now, even though they don't do that anymore, they still put they still mold the but stitching in there fashion. because if you don't see the stitching, people will freak out and think it looks weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this really reminds me of what the characters you're talking about. Like, we don't need these sexist protagonists. People don't like these sexist protagonists or these overly sex sexual characters and stuff. But hopefully, like, you don't have just like the appearance of having one in there. Like, people get too freaked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't know what's like, going on. Don't know what to do. And the funny thing is, too, is that they feel... Does Rockstar realize that they're putting these hues on these people and that the darker ones are the ones that are the... Absolutely. I mean, come on. I mean, every people have been well, doing this forever. what's the conscious decision in that? Like, people have uh, been doing it forever. They do it in Disney films. I know. I know. I mean, uh, everybody has been it. an evil man since day Disney's one. Disney has been evil since the, <laughs> since the beginning of since time. Since the beginning yeah. of Disney. Yeah, but Walt Disney's dead, buried, and his head's frozen somewhere. And they, they are continuing. And they are still doing just it. Just his head. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, so I, I don't doubt at all, I yeah. mean, that they're doing it, that they're doing it intentionally. I almost like the things, eh, not necessarily like, but I like the things that make you aware of those things that are going on and that they're doing it like intentionally to get you to realize what they're trying to get you to see yeah. with like the the racism, the sexism, whatever. But then they poke fun at you for you having realized it. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. You're right. I suck. That's ingrained into my mind. But I wonder if people realize it the same way. But they probably don't when they're playing Max Payne three because they're just playing it and well, oh, and it, dark. 
dark man, darker man, right. is the one kidnapping the people. Great. That sounds right to me. That sounds <laughs> right to me. Because it is also, it's, it's a cultural thing, right? And so mm-hmm. it, it makes you think that they are different, yeah. right? I mean, there there's no, there is no redeeming quality in that. I, I just don't see it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, okay, so here we have, you know, like I said, people of varying hues. We have the, the, the woman, the the wife who's been kidnapped, who's actually very fair skinned and yeah. also has blonde hair. She's mm-hmm. very light. Right? Um, and then the younger brother of her husband, so her younger brother in law, or her brother in law who is younger than her husband, of course, who is a little bit darker, but he is still around the same hue of a suntanned Max Payne, right? right? And then his Brazilian counterpart, who's also bodyguarding, is a little bit darker. So he's kind of on that iffy spectrum of whether he's a bad guy or a good guy, simply because even Max Payne, when he first meets him, is like, I'm pretty sure this guy's gonna get me killed. I mean, they start out like shooting shit up, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna see. I'm not. I didn't tell you what happened. No more spoilers. Um, <laughs> but he's more brutal. He's more. But of a he's brutal more personality. He's more brutal. He's he's more animalistic, yeah. right? And then you jump to the other end of the spectrum where you get the very dark and dreadlocked characters sure who are kidnapping and killing people, hmm. right? There, there. That that's. There is no, uh, there is no unintentionality there. I don't think. Right. I mean, it's it, there's a very specific thing that is easy to trace through skin hue. Mm-hmm. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it would be impossible to kind of do that and say, oh well, that was a mistake. That's bullshit. Um, you know, regardless of whether or not it's it's like, oh okay, we're we're just gonna straight up do it this way, or if it is just people's perception of people of a different. Uh, of a different race, um, and that's just kind of coming out in the, um, this coming out in the game design itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that reminds me. Just have to pause. That reminds me of um, I that the the post I wrote this week, and I was talking about the Bogos quote about how video games make arguments about reality. Right? Mm-hmm. It's never direct. It's not like usually linguistically verified, be like, right. you bitch, or something like that, right? right? right. He, said, he says that most often it's based on these abstract views of how the world works mm-hmm. or ought to work, right? right? So, like, when you look at something, and I don't know if it's explicit, like, I, I have a hard time thinking that, like, two game developers are sitting there being like, let's make it so that the darker the skin, the worse person they are, Yeah, right? like they're not consciously, like, actually yeah. and maybe verbalizing doing that. Yeah, and maybe sometimes they are like, oh, let's just make it so that all of the bad people look swarthy. Right. You know, so, like, that that's possible. But, but I wonder if what's happening, too, is that they, because they are in such an environment, they just see the world in a particular way. So then when they make decisions like making the darker the, darker the skin, the worse the right. person... That's just like their when view they, of how the world works, you know, which is just as, if not yeah. worse. And I, right. and I think that's what I was I, one of the one of the last things I said yeah. before we didn't take a break is that <laughs> <laughs> was that you know I think that 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 is a very that is a very real possibility as well is mm-hmm. that it is um, it is the virtual manifestation of. Um, this kind of internalized yes. innate racism that mm-hmm. exists within the developers themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, okay, so here's the bad guy, and they draw someone who is darker and has dreadlocks. It's like, okay, we'll make them all look like him, yeah. right? Which is mm-hmm. why an opinion like yours, Nicole, is going to be really valuable when you're like, 
wait a second, you realize you just made all the bad guys black, right? Right, and right. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what, though, but then the thing that, like, really brings up exactly what you were saying to me is, like, the people who are modeling those characters spend months looking at that one character the whole time. Never once in their mind are mm-hmm. they thinking, like, this is something that maybe shouldn't be that way, or maybe his skin is <laughs> some sort of racist statement we're making. Well, you'll have to tell us when you get meet some of yeah, these people. Yeah, I guess so. Do they not think about it, or do they just be like... Mindless drones yeah. just yeah. do what they told, they're told. Which I would hope that they don't, but maybe that there's some sort of system in place that their voices are drowned out. Yeah, maybe they have to follow what the concept artists do or something like that. Right, right, exactly. Gosh, I think that's stone at that. That's horrible because I think I would rather think that it was individuals than the entire than the entire industry. Right. Right. Because I mean, to say that there's a system in place that drowns out their voices and says, "No, we're gonna make all the black guys black." Right. Exactly. You know, you know, means that there's less chance for change than if it's just Just an individual individual who does it without thinking about it, or an individual who's a racist prick and does it on purpose and just needs to be fired. Right. I mean, but either way, when you're talking about individuals there is the there's the hope for more immediate and long-lasting change and i would hope that if if you had a company that said no all the bad guys are gonna be black we don't care what you think that would sort of expose what they were doing which is making all the bad characters and then there would be someone that would come out that would come out and say something i can't sort of whistleblower action i would so i also i'm on the same side as him i would hope it's some Some people who either don't realize it and then the people who are in the actual nitty gritty of making the game are just not saying something to keep their mouths shut. Yeah. Not get fired. What not. Well, we always have stuff to gossip about when we drink sneaky sneakies on. Oh, sneaky sneakies. On, what is it? What, Tuesday afternoon? Tuesday afternoon. It's like, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a drink, why don't you? Oh, I already drank it all. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's gone. <laughs> the whole firefly. Mm-hmm. We're cool. What a good idea for an issue. See? Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Samantha. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, I guess we will finish up at this point with... Indie game? Did you do it? Oh, my indie game. Oh, yeah. We skipped the indie game of the week. Woo-hoo. There you go. We'll do the indie game of the week, and then we'll do our deals for broadcast games. Um, that's okay. I don't have a ton to say about this game, because I didn't play it for really a long time, because it wasn't my, my kind of game. I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. I need to find my kind of indie game again. Like, another yeah. tiny bang. Yeah. Um... <gasps> I love Tiny Bang. Oh my god, Tiny oh. Bang is like one of my favorite games of all time. I love Tiny Bang. I love so Tiny Bang. It is a great game. <laughs> you heard it here first. She loves Tiny Bang. Okay, so um, Penumbra Overture is my indie game of the week. Um, it's a. It has a lot of descriptor words, which I will say now. Episodic, survival horror, FPS adventure, object interaction, object interaction, and puzzle, physics puzzle game. So lots of, yes, exactly. So basically it's kind of like the old point and click adventure games like Sam was talking about earlier mm-hmm. with, um, what was it that you were describing? I don't remember. Uh, uh, McGruffin's Curse? Yeah. Broken Sword 2. Yeah, Broken Sword 2, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, there we go. Uh, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of like that. So, and it's actually a little bit like Tiny Bang in that you have like these puzzles that you have to figure out. Okay. But a lot of them are like physics, where you have to like move this to a certain angle or get this to a certain weight to so get this to portal, do that. So portal, almost portal. Uh, yeah, a, kind, a, kind of like Portal, except not. Is okay. Good. Okay. Because yes, I, yeah. I love Portal. Yeah, their um, physics are phenomenal. So yes, yeah. their physics are really, really good. And this is you know this is an indie game, so right. I'm not gonna have um, this great level. But uh. 
and yeah, it's survival horror, and your and there is some first person shooter type stuff in it too. So it's a little bit more actiony than most of those puzzle okay. games. So it's not all hmm. puzzle, um, but there's like but there's like episodes that you go through. So you do a little puzzle, a little first person shooter, a little cutscene, a little of this. You That's kind of cool. It, it's mm-hmm. actually it's actually not a bad game. If I wasn't like so into tropical right now, I probably would have spent what more time bad? on it. I would have liked it a little more. She's gonna hate everything right now <laughs> because it's tropical. not tropical. I know, I know exactly. So. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, Samantha, you totally wouldn't like it. I dare <laughs> you to like it. I'm just kidding. I think, it, I think you like would it. enjoy it. Um, uh, See, now I'm scared. And give her money. And give me money. <laughs> See, I, I, I think I had a, a past life as a hypnotist. Because I'm oh, so good at convincing people yeah. to do things. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, so that, that's the end of the game of the week. Very good. Uh, so, uh, deals for broke-ass gamers this week. Um, and since the list is closer to you, uh, Nicole Marie, <laughs> how about you go ahead and read our deals for broke-ass gamers? Deals for broke-ass gamers. I Nicole. 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 <laughs> I thought it was news. Damn it. Well, news is usually you and deals for broke-ass gamers is usually me, but I can't read the list. So I'm close. Yep. Oh, crap. Well, I don't even know what this is. What's the Painkiller Complete Pack on Steam? It was the Painkiller series, the game. Yeah, there's a bunch of different games. Okay, but how many are in there? Um, I think three, maybe? I don't remember. There are so many games in the Painkiller Complete Pack. It's 70%, <laughs> 75% off now on Steam for $7.49. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. Endless Space is also 25% off for $22.49. And, I um, one in there for you. Yeah. Oh, love. GameStop is selling Steam dollars now, and they come in increments of twenty or fifty dollars. Mm. Just pay up front. What's the uh, benefit to buying them at GameStop rather than on Steam? So that Steam doesn't get your credit card in case they get hacked again. I think honestly, that's the way we're supposed to be selling it. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing for GameStop right now is our big pushes. If you buy DLC from us, which for Xbox users is a huge thing, is that you don't have to buy so many points and overshoot the amount that you want to pay for a game. Okay. You can come to us. You pay the exact amount. But isn't that sort of the opposite then of what's happening with the Steam? Because you have to pay. X you amount. have to pay X amount for the cards. But I think we're also selling the codes to the games on Steam as so well. So, like, I, if I want, if, like, I was Sam and I finally got the new computer I've been talking about, uh-huh. I could come uh-huh. by Tropico 4 from you. Yes. The code for it. And, and the code would print at the bottom of your receipt. Or if you want to gift it to someone, you could probably <laughs> do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to gift oh, well it. well played, ma'am. Well played. <laughs> so, and then also Serious Sam is 75% off as well for seven fifty. Oh, God. Good, good old games? Good old games. Why can't I do this? Because I'm Mac retarded. Illiterate. Illiterate. <laughs> Mac illiterate. Mac illiterate. Good old games is selling. Nice <laughs> Alan Wake's American Nightmare for thirteen twenty four. What is that originally? Isn't that a $20 DLC? Um, I don't know. They don't put the... The, the, the head of good old games came out with that uh, article not too long ago about how he hated how games went on sale. Right. Yeah. So they did not give any information on about, the original pricing about or their sales. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So then also Resonance seems to be cheap. It's eight ninety nine. I don't know if that's cheaper <laughs> than normal, but and then um, Gamefly has thirty three percent off of Valve titles, which are the Half Life's Portals and Left 4 Dead's. Which, what did we say was coming out soon for Valve? Counter Strike. Counter Strike is Con- coming out. Counter Strike is and also Dota. The and Dota Two. Dota Two are on sale too. Yeah. Yep. Dota Two and Counter Strike are both coming out in 2012. Next. And oh then, yeah, this year. Yes, yeah. year. 
And then the Indie Royale Charity Bundle, which has Hemisphere Games. Do you want me to say all these? Uh, Well, Osmos, uh, Blueberry Garden, and the the Shiva. 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 Um, Button. B-U-T-T-O-N. Yeah, B-U-T-T-O-N. And then you get uh, music for three of the games if you... Pay the pay seven dollars. Pay above the average, yeah. which is yeah. currently seven dollars. Seven dollars extra. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well done, Nicole. Oh yay! I'll do news next time. It'll be yeah. super exciting. <laughs> yay! Nicole is our is our new resident newscaster. All right. <laughs> so uh, we have come to the end of the thirty fifth episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Well. Uh, and we would like to thank you once again for joining us uh, for our topic-free get together and <laughs> have and get together and eat and drink episode. Drink sneaky uh, sneaky. Drink sneaky sneaky. <laughs> um, so uh, please, as always, feel free to contact us. You can send us email at nymgamer at gmail dot com. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. Not your mama's gamer is the name of our page. You can follow us on Twitter at at NYMGamer. Um, and, of course, there's always our blog where we have lots of interesting posts and conversations at uh, it's www.nymgamer.com. Right? And t-shirts. And t-shirts. 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 Buy t-shirts. We have t-shirts still in large, extra large, and 2X, I believe, is the sizes that are the sizes that we have left. Um, you can... Uh, visit the blog to see photos of the lovely Alex Lane modeling the Not Your Mama's Gamer t-shirt. <laughs> I did the post. Uh, <laughs> it's all you. It's yeah. all her. And just let us know we want one. If you are local, we can uh, drop one off for you somewhere on campus. If not, you can um, just kind of plop down the money for shipping and handling and we'll mail it to you. Um, <laughs> happily. Buy t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, guys. Buy t-shirts. Buy t-shirts. Buy t-shirts. Yeah. Um, but until next time. Email questions? Oh, email us questions. Did I say that? Email us questions. Uh, you can send us um, audio files and ask us questions. Um, we'd be happy to answer them. Um, Woot off! <laughs> I like seeing it peak. Uh, wow. Alrighty then. Uh, so until next time, folks. Um, stay safe, stay cool, and as always, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.